This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Are you tired of commuting to a job that makes someone else rich? Working harder than ever, but getting nowhere? With our opportunities, you can start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss, work from home, and live a happier life. Go to freedom350.com right now and change your life today. That's freedom, the number, 350.com, and start earning money as soon as next week. You be the boss. Go to freedom350.com. Pat and Stu, triple eight seven two seven Beck. Ah, golly, I um, I don't even know where to begin. I I guess we're we begin at the uh, ridiculous YouTubers who were interviewing the President of the United States. What a world we live in! It's unbelievable. This would be like I don't know in the old days what to even compare it to, because you didn't hear about buffoons like this. I mean, it's not that they're so bad. It's not that they're bad people. They're doing you know. I'm sure some funny things that people enjoy watching, whatever. But no president would grant interviews to these guys, right? In the past, there he wouldn't take them seriously. It's like FDR doing a, a serious interview with the Three Stooges. Is that going to happen? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. And we've heard Here's that. footage of FDR. Doing an interview with the Three Stooges. Yeah, I don't remember seeing that real. No, and we just Overton windowed ourselves so far now. I mean, I remember today I even said it on the air. It was, like, you, know, you know, I mean, people have been doing the thing. You go on a late night show. They've been doing that forever. England's like, well, no, actually, that was controversial in the 90s. Yeah, right. In the 90s, that was controversial. <clears throat> Not in the 20s. So forever. In the 90s. It went from forever to 20 years ago. Yeah. Really just fast. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and you think about this, it's just, it's, you know, let's watch some of these clips because these are not people. Look, there's a lot of stuff going on on YouTube, uh, which is uh, really, I mean, there's a lot of political commentary on YouTube, which mm-hmm. is uh, very valuable. A lot of very popular people who take issues and do things with them all the time uh, that are on YouTube. Those aren't the people he picked. He picked the people <laughs> no. doing goofy stunts and makeup demonstrations and playing video games. And yes, they're popular on YouTube, and they certainly have value in, in, a, in a society where uh, entertainment is popular. But why is he doing this? And and also, I would like to bring this up. If this was George W. Bush or any Republican president or any Republican senator, and he went on with these three people, they would be looking into the background of all three of them to find something wacky or wild or radical that they've said in the past mm-hmm. and tie him directly to it. With these three... Nobody's nobody's saying anything about their background, their past, other things they've said and done. None of that yeah, is of George any w. sort of... It's fascinating. George W. Bush talked to that lady that poured honey in her eye. <laughs> yeah, oh, they mock oh, and ridicule. Ever. And, and dig up stuff they've done in the past and try to link Bush to it. Not with him. Anyway, let's take a look at some of their quality work, shall we? I watched the State of the Union. Yeah. A lot of really interesting ideas there. Um, 
I'm not the only person who said this, a little worried that uh, none of them are at all politically feasible. Am I wrong? Well, first of all, there are some areas where uh, I think we can get some Republican cooperation uh, on infrastructure, for example. Historically, that hasn't been a partisan issue. Roads, bridges, Jeez. now that we're in the 21st century, mm. broadband lines into communities that uh, don't have good oh, access. Oh, that's, that's broadband. Sure that's partisan. That's bipartisan. Class, uh, power grids so that we're not leaking a lot of energy and we can yeah. uh, produce more energy without causing uh, more uh, carbon pollution. Guy. So there's some that. areas where I think right away we can get some cooperation. <clears throat> Do you? There's some areas where uh, it's important for us to frame the debate and get uh, the American people behind us because even if something doesn't happen immediately here in Washington, mm -hmm. it starts having an impact around the country. Okay. See what he did there? That was a fascinating uh, question and answer, period. Uh, um, and, of course, it's so, like, look it. If I were to take the debates of the last six years and take them seriously and all the money that we've spent, I would assume at this point you could not see water from the air because we had built so many bridges. Mm -hmm. We had built bridges over every body of water mm -hmm. everywhere that cover every single bit of it. Because we've given him so much money to build so many freaking bridges. Yeah, that's the problem. Are bridges and roads partisan issues? Of course not. That's asinine. What's partisan is you claimed that that's what you were doing when you did the stimulus. Right. Okay, we gave you a billion, a trillion dollars to do that. So you didn't do it. So now when it comes up again, the money involved creates a partisan issue. Right. And then another thing, when you want to give away things uh, and you want to... Like broadband, like broadband internet, internet, that everybody does not have a right, right. to. When you try to create uh, the, an equivalency between broadband, internet, and roads, mm -hmm. well then, Which it is, is a partisan issue. Yeah. You've now turned that into a partisan issue intentionally. You're trying to, oh, well, it's an infrastructure. I've had that come to us when we talk about net neutrality. I've actually had people go, it's not a, nothing about uh, giveaways or anything. It's just an infrastructure issue. Is it, is it really an infrastructure issue? Because it seems like Verizon's doing a pretty good job uh, building the lines. Seems like uh, Comcast mm. is spending and investing uh, billions of dollars in doing this, and 98% of people have access to it. So yeah. I don't think there's a need for more infrastructure at this point unless these companies all crumble to the ground. And even then, uh, it's, it's probably still not the government's job to step in and repair the crumbling Internet lines, which we will be hearing mm. about any day now uh, that are coming. Uh, all right. Uh, Hank had more uh, questions for him here. Here they are. I have brought a little, a little something for you. What do you got? Um, I'd like you to sign. So... This is a picture of me holding a receipt from my pharmacy. I have a chronic condition. Um, That's a very fetching picture. Well, thank you. Um, and, and it's expensive to manage, but uh, I, before I had insurance, I could not take this medication. It's about $1,100 a month, and that is a receipt showing it being $5 a month. Um, so Obamacare mm. has, Obama wor has worked for Care me. Obamacare has worked, so, and, and uh, thanks for that, that. That, that makes me feel good. That's so wonderful oh that you would take thanks. our money and pay for his I'm medication. Really Thank mm -hmm. you. I'm proud for of what you're doing, and, and thanks to everybody mm -hmm. who watches uh, all the great stuff that you're putting on the uh, Oh, he's on the, putting on, on some web. great stuff on the web, you guys. Right. Yeah. It. It, it is at that point that every liberal in the world scrambles to find out the other great stuff this guy mm -hmm. has done on the web to embarrass George W. Bush at the time he says you've done a lot of great stuff. Okay, uh, Hank, you've done a lot of great stuff on the web. <laughs>
And then they'd be finding all the great stuff yeah. that isn't so great, right. and they'd be beating Bush with uh, it. Easy example is Trent Lott, who I'm no fan of. But remember, he came yeah. out and said, oh, you know what? Uh, if you would have uh, been, uh, if you would have won that presidency, man, we would have been better off. A nice little comment to a 98-year-old guy who's dying, mm -hmm. uh, and, and instead, well, look at all the things he did recommend in that campaign. What did he recommend? He wanted segregation. That mm -hmm. means that the Trent Lott must be into segregation. This man should be removed from they the Senate immediately. Uh, I'm no fan of Trent no, Lott, but they ruined the guy for that. He's a jackass, but yeah. still, yeah. he is. Uh, he he th that was completely unfair. And what they do uh. every single time to these guys, instead, nothing happens here. And also, I mean, you know, look, if 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 you take Jeffy's money mm -hmm. and buy me dinner, mm -hmm. okay, you're gonna like it. I should thank right? Jeffy, not you, okay. <laughs> You and your plan to treat me with mm -hmm. Jeffy's money yeah. is not anything nice that you're doing. What, what? it's nice, it's what? Jeffy being nice. Of course, the fact that oh, you no, but stole I took it you to the from dinner. Jeffy. I took I, you to dinner, though. You did, but you okay. paid for it with Jeffy's money. And the fact so? that you stole it from Jeffy means that you shouldn't be thanked at all. However, that's huh. what just happened here. Yeah. He thanked Obama, yeah. who for his prescriptions being paid for, when it was really the us. taxpayer who was, was paying us. for it. It was us that paid the $1,100. And by the way, you know, there's private health care insurance that can provide the same freaking yeah, thing yeah. for you. Especially, I happen to have it. I've taken, I've taken medication that has cost or would have cost, you know, a thousand or fifteen hundred a month. And you get it for ten dollars. Mm -hmm. It's what insurance does in a in a in a good deal of the prescription drugs that we take. A lot of times they're really expensive if they're new or they're experimental or whatever, and they haven't been mass produced and they haven't been cloned yet and they ha they're not generic yet. Well, we all have. You don't have to have it on the taxpayer yeah. dime. And we know that, of course, eighty what was it, eighty five percent of people before this were happy with their health care. Um, is it possible, especially at that age, I mean, insurance mm -hmm. costs almost nothing, is it possible this is one of the very few people who yeah, fall into that window, possible. who could not afford it, who was young enough to get cheap insurance, but because of a condition could not afford it, and blah, doesn't blah, have blah, a blah, family blah. or whatever? You could have done that without mm -hmm. $2 trillion in cost, okay? Yes, man. Uh, it could have been a lot cheaper than... Plug a few holes. Yeah, That's all we had holes. to do. Absolutely. Um, uh, how about Glozell Green? Now, Glozell oh, Green awesome. is a woman she's who awesome. uh, does all sorts of interesting things on the Internet, such as... Uh, suck a condom up her nose, mm. uh, such as take a bath and eat Fruit Loops in her bathtub. Okay. Such as pour honey into her eyes. Mm. Um, any, anyone? Oh, eat an entire um, spoonful of cinnamon, which makes you uh, apparently very sick. Does it? Uh, she's like a like. You remember Jackass? Mm. Uh, mm -hmm. not, not. I was calling Trent a lot of Jackass. He's a different type. Yeah. This is like uh, Johnny Knoxville, the movie's uh, MTV series as well, where they do things that would hurt themselves on camera. Um, that's a it's, it's wonderful. Um, and she wears green <laughs> lipstick. I don't know if her name is actually Glozell Green, although her lipstick appears to be glowing and green. So I think, I don't know if there's a tie in there. However, she was also interviewing the President of the United States. Watch. I grew up in Florida. Yeah. And I have a lot of friends, close friends, who are Cuban Americans. Right. And I've heard the stories of their families escaping, right. and right. some of them the didn't even thing. make it, to come right. to the United States for a better life, <laughs> to get away from the Castros. <laughs> okay, I mean, the guy puts dick in dictatorship. So I'm trying to understand how do you justify like that. dealing with yeah. the Castros? Well, here's what's happening. 
we, we've had the same policy since I was born, which was we were going to have uh, an embargo, we were going to cut off all contact, all communication, and nothing changed. And, you know, I've said this before, when you do something over and over again for 50 years and it doesn't work, okay. it's time to try something new. That's a dumb uh, idea. Mm. Okay, it's not try to. It's not time to try something new. It's time it's to try to something do the right better. thing. Uh, uh, you know, if guy, you're like, I want to lose weight, and you're eating twelve Big Macs a day, mm. it's time to try something different. <laughs> so I tried arsenic. It's not an improvement. <laughs> now I don't. I'm not, I'm not even making that analogy to this particular policy, but I just hate that phrase. Oh, it's time to try something different. Now it's it's time to. It's always time to try something better. Always. It's always time to try something better. However, it's not try. You don't just try something different. Uh, because you think, you know, you, you know, and I, I, you know, I don't know, is, has that policy failed? I mean, a lot, it's not, it, I don't know, is it the greatest policy of all time? Can it use improvement? Maybe sh should be changed. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not a, a huge, I, it's not on the top of my I care list, to be perfectly honest with you. However, the point of the policy was to make, uh, to isolate Cuba uh, and make it so communism could not thrive on our shores. I, has communism thrived? We, there's two no. countries left practicing it in the world, North Korea and Cuba, fully. And there's other places that have parts of it, and we are seemingly walking that way as well. But is it thriving? Is communism uh, thriving? Hardcore communism? There's only No. Is Cuba thriving as a nation? No. The point, now, the point was to ideally it doesn't thrive, and then they go away. Uh, but is the answer to that policy, okay, well, they didn't go away. Let's make it thrive now. Let's make communism thrive on our shores. That's just reversing the idea that, like, that's just almost admiring communism more than anything else. You're now giving it a heads up. And I know people like Marco Rubio and many Cuban Americans are not happy with this policy. You know, I, it's not top of my I care list, but I can see why people would have a problem. Yeah. Uh, Glozell had uh, more brilliant uh, things for the president, and uh, I guess she had a unique way to kind of cure race relations. I have three family members who are in the law enforcement. Uh -huh. And my husband, who painted we'll that, that yes. yes, he's retired from the Air Force. Well, we're grateful for his service. You tell him thank you. I will do that. Okay. However, he's mad at me right now uh -huh. because I cut all the hoods off his hoodies. <laughs> I did. I did that That's funny. That's about that guy to who got protect shot. him because <laughs> I'm afraid when he goes outside right. that somebody might shoot and kill him. And it's not oh, like regular folks it's the popo i it's hope the popo this changes how can we bridge the gap between black african-american males and white cops a lot of the way to solve this is to improve training so people friends. can be aware of their biases ahead of time so what oh are God. the best training practices what are the best tools so they can uh, learn their body cameras on police officers so that they know uh, they're being mr white officer you want to shoot black operate. people you know don't and you don't you don't you i guess i have my bias uh, told to me ahead of time make sure that communities all across uh, and the so uh, and so guy. now because i know that i hate black people ahead of time I will treat them much differently than I would have otherwise. Thank you for the training on my biases ahead of time. <laughs> That's why I'm part of the Pope. What does that mean? I mean, that this is, is embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It's and embarrassing and to also, our republic. It also, really is. If this man had any honor, 
This would have been a nonstop. Look, what you're talking about is not an actual problem. Oh, there's no way That's he the, would do that. No, no. there's no way. I mean, but Bill Clinton did stuff like that. Even though it was mm -hmm. to triangulate audiences, he had his sister soldier moment where he would say, "Look, no, you're on this one. You're wrong." When you, cutting off, you're talking to a person Let who is so afraid of, of, of black people being shot by white mm -hmm. officers that she's cutting off the hoods off of clothing as if hoodies have anything to do with the problem or are uh. specific to black people I've got tons of them and I wear them all the time Glozell may I call you glow may I just call you glow and by the way I got a cigar that I'd like to introduce no, I, I, you to I, I, later I on but here's the thing Glozell let me unpack that question first of all it's untrue that uh, the cops are out there shooting everybody with a hoodie you should know that I he I could see him yeah. doing that oh yeah I literally could all of it by the way including the cigar thing but mm -hmm. I could see him doing that this guy has no interest yeah. in, no wants to in make telling the truth. At every he wants turn. to make it worse. He wants to inflame the racial divides at every single opportunity. And he's that good is at it. all he does. Yep. Uh, by the way, I can definitely picture the cigar thing happening with Clinton, although I think it would mm -hmm. probably go on with uh, Bethany Moda, who is the third See, person. It's definitely possible, Stu. You bring up a good point. This Bethany chick. Is hot. Okay, there you she's go. Hot. And uh, she's not even a fat chick. No, she's actually very. I, I'm usually very drawn attractive. to fat chicks, but um, this one I could make an exception for. And she is a person who does makeup <laughs> tips. Now, there's certainly uh, room in the world for makeup tips. Absolutely. Are, is there? I don't know. Is there room in the world for makeup tips? Yes. In fact, she should be talking to Glozell, first of all. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, yeah. I, you know, look, is it the person you want uh, in, uh, interviewing the President of the United States? I don't know. Mm, Let's see how no. she did. All right. So last April, Boko Haram kidnapped hundreds of schoolgirls, right. and just last month, this actually happened again, and a lot of them are still missing. Yeah. So what do you think we can do to raise awareness about this issue and also just prevent it from happening again? Yeah. Well, as people know, totally uh, may know or may not know, Boko Haram is uh, a radical, violent, terrible extremist uh, organization in Nigeria. And they kidnapped uh, 200 uh, young women. Uh, they're Presbyterians. They're, in many cases, still being held. Mm -hmm. uh, what we've tried to do is to help the Nigerian government to deal mm -hmm. with the problem. Don't you try uh, to do. The Nigerian government uh, has not been as effective as it needs to be in not only finding the girls, but also in stopping this extremist organization from operating inside their territory. That was actually fine, I thought. What, what Bush would say is, what we try to do is to stop Proko Harum from doing, recording any more music. Because <laughs> these guys are out of control. First it was wider shade of pale. And now they're starting to kidnap chicks. I, I don't know what the deal is with these guys, but we need to stop them. And so I've taken, I've taken steps toward having their recording contract removed from them. That's what would happen if it was Bush. <laughs> uh, apparently, uh, she went, uh, uh, went on with the interview, and uh, here's another moment. My audience had a lot of fun questions for you, so we're going to do a quick do lightning, round. lightning round. Better, okay, really lightning round. so I know you have a lot to do, obviously, yes, but I if do. you have any free time, yeah. what TV show or movies do you watch? You know, you know uh, I'm really big. On, on sports. So the mm. truth of the matter is oh, that sure. I'm mostly watching Sports Center. All right, uh, all right. Uh, whenever I'm working out in the gym, if there's a basketball game or a football game on, I'm usually tuned in there. Nice. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool um, what did you want to be growing up? Uh, I wanted to be a bunch of different things. Uh, I wanted to be an architect for a long time. Wow, nice. Uh, and you know, I suppose at, in the back of my mind at some point I thought uh, 
playing in the NBA would be great. If, uh, being a basketball player. That ended up around the age of 13 when I realized I wasn't talented enough. Oh. It's okay. Oh. Yeah, it, things worked out pretty oh. good. I would say so. Yeah. I would definitely say exactly. so. Exactly. All right. Um, and the last one is if you had any superpower, what would it be? I'd love to be able to speak any language. I would love like any anybody anywhere in the world actually could just talk in their that. language. So that, to me, that I would be really that. cool. I Isn't that cool? That that's just yeah. a that's just a I don't think it, I don't think it'd make a really good movie. No, you know, and it's it wouldn't make exciting. a superpower no. either. And that's no. what she asked you about. He's the worst. Yeah, and I, I can't <laughs> take it. I just can't take it. Yeah, I don't know. So there, there it is. There it is. So there you go. There it is. There you have it. There. That's so your president, there and there you go. That's the, country and that's the way it is. This Friday, the 23rd January, in the year of our Lord 2015. More pets coming up. That's the way it is. It sucks. I don't remember Walter ever saying that, but that's the way it is. Secondly, the 4,000 people. show you this Microsoft HoloLens later on. Uh, we're working on that. See if we can do that because you will be amazed. Triple eight seven two seven back. We have the uh, DeLorean flex capacitor video of that as well. No, that's, that's not a real thing. So. Uh, that's, I'm sorry, flex capacitor. No, that's not a real I thing. Did, uh, but the, the other deal that I was talking about, the Microsoft thing, that's an actual real thing. And do you need to stop at a gas station? Mr. Fusion says mm -hmm. no. We'll have video of that coming up. It's not a, it's not a real thing. Right in your car. Just put like banana peels. That's not a thing. And uh, self-zippable and, and, and power laces on your shoes. You just press a button and they tie up. Yeah, what about self-drying jackets? We'll show you those, those at things. 11. Those are not things. They, they don't exist. This Microsoft HoloLens exists. Comes out in ju July. What about this July? glasses that are silver and it looks like you can't see through them, but Doc can see through them? Yes. Those at 11. I don't even know about those. I... What about a newspaper that changes shape as you look at it? No, that doesn't exist. If you change something in the past, will it change the photos of the of the present coming up at 11? Why 11? We're not even <laughs> on at 11. <laughs> so, triple eight seven two seven Beck. Uh, all right, uh, French court. This is good news. Okay, we're getting to the bottom of this kind of stuff. This has to stop. A French court in what uh, a major French LGBT rights group called a significant victory. Three people were convicted in a Paris court this week after they accompanied tweets with hashtags that included, let's burn the gays. Is that a nice ha hashtag? No. Should you tweet it? No. no. Is it free speech? No, apparently not in France, where they just had a march, it seems to me, of... <laughs> One to four million, depending on what re report you believe, but it was massive, one of the biggest in mankind's history, on behalf of freedom of speech. Now, I guess freedom of speech doesn't mean what I thought they thought it meant. Yeah, uh, it's a little something different now. Now, I don't know what else. Uh... Is that amazing? Within weeks of the march, they're convicting people for speaking things. 
Yeah, I mean, this one, though, it's not like, for example, uh, the Charlie Hebdo. They're doing things that are very offensive to Islam, right? Mm -hmm. uh, they're showing uh, Muhammad, uh, you know, in pornographic poses. Mm -hmm. Is there a line between that and advocating that we burn gay people? Like, I do think that there is potentially, you're, you're at least close to, the, now, I don't think that they were actually going to do it. Um, my guess is, but, like, if you were to say, like, we talked about this in Ferguson, let's burn the whole thing down. Like, I think you're at a line there that when you're advocating damage to people and property, there can be some repercussions to that. Did we convict the people who said that? We in, did not. In, but, in but America, many argued for the it. answer is no. Many conservatives did argue for it. And there are laws on the book where you could have. They didn't. You're right. And I think, but we certainly have a much more lax policy on freedom of speech. It's in our Constitution. I don't know. Mm -hmm. The French Constitution is more about croissants, I think. I just find it ironic. I mean, it's, yeah, oh, you're, it's it is. You're right. You're right. It's a pr it's pretty bad speech, though. And, and it I, is. Look, it is bad speech. It's unpopular it speech that you have to protect. However, when you're talking mm -hmm. about actually injuring other people, yeah. let encouraging others to go injure others. Now, look, I'm sure it was probably meant in the sense of uh, some, you know, awful, you know, mean comment that it, they're not actually going out and lighting people on fire, most likely, and you, or they would be convicted of that, too. Mm -hmm. However, you know, I don't know. I, that one's at least close to the line. I, you know, it may be over it. It's certainly in France. Meanwhile, uh, journalism school dean says insulting Mohammed is not protected by the First Amendment. In a recent uh, opinion piece for USA, USA Today, Dwayne Wickham, dean of Morgan State University School of Global Journalism and Communication, argued that the First Amendment protections do not cover insulting the prophet what? Muhammad. How can you... How can you How say can that? How can you argue that in this country? How can you make that claim? That is unbelievable. Declaring that Charlie Hebdo had gone too far, Wickham goes on to claim the magazine crossed the line that separates free, free speech from toxic talk. While free speech is one of democracy's most important pillars, it has its limits. And that, I mean, that's true. Insulting someone does not, does not exceed the limit. I mean, that is unbelievable stuff. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, I mean... You have to be able to, you're, you're wow. as, I guess, at some degree responsible. Like, for, they, of course, the fire in the crowded speak, uh, theater is, is the typical example. And, like, you are essentially causing action that will harm others because they could be trampled or whatever. Um, and uh, I guess the point here is that, you look, these Muslims are all going to kill people if they get insulted. So we have, first of all, I have a higher opinion of Muslims, apparently, than this guy does. I, don't, I do not expect them to freaking go and burn everything down every time somebody insults their prophet. Okay? Mm -hmm. That's not acceptable behavior. And I'm not going to. What was it? What Bush always says, the uh, soft um, bigotry of mm -hmm. low expectations. I'm not going to do that. Uh, that's, uh, that's what you're doing here. Uh, with with uh, with with Muslims, you can't just we can't all just come to this real you know point. Well, well, look, we can't say bad things about Islam because uh, they're gonna murder people, and we have to sit here and expect that Muslims are gonna go. No, I expect the same thing out of Muslims as I expect out of everybody else that they follow the laws. Okay, uh, mm -hmm. and if they can't do that, then they're not upstanding members of the society. Period. Right. That's what we require out of That's every right. faith. So, uh, you know, look, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to do that. And that's that's unfair. It's it's a poor treatment of of good Muslims. And it's 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 absolutely ridiculous to say that you can't do those things. If so, then, you know, what you're going to get is every religion start doing this because then you're not going to be able to do it to anybody.
Yeah, well, if Christians are going to go start, you know, they're going to be encouraged. I mean, I don't think they would do this, but in theory, a Christian group could go and start shooting people, and then we'd all have to say, "Well, now we can't, we can't, we can't insult Jesus. Can't do it." That's, right. a, that's a terrible precedent to set. And it, in the, it, you know, look, is it true in Saudi Arabia? Yeah, probably is a violation of their constitution. Not here. Not here. I don't know that they have a constitution, but if they do, it probably well, is. Their constitution is whatever the king wants, yeah. I suppose. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents too coming up. Beck, it's Pat and Stu. Uh, mentioned the Microsoft HoloLens a few minutes ago. I think we have the uh, we have the commercial for it uh, that Microsoft just put out, or it's a little promotional video. I think that's ready. Uh, you got to see this. This is pretty cool. The prototype comes out in July, and NASA is apparently using it for the Mars rover, and they kind of depict uh, some of that in the commercial. As, a, as you watch it, yeah. if I may, Pat. You Just may think of the ways that Jeffy would use this, <laughs> uh, or don't, uh, or don't. Or don't. If, I may, if I may, don't so. think of that. Uh, take a look at this. What if we could go beyond the screen, where your digital world is blended with your real world? Now we can. This is the world with holograms. Mm. What will they enable us to do? New ways to visualize our work. Don't say I have an idea for the fuel tank. New ways to share ideas with each other. How are things going your end? I just put the images in one drive. Perfect. More immersive ways to play. Whole room fills up with a game, castles, a village. New ways to teach really and cool. learn. So put the new trap in the place of the old one. Now what? And tighten here and here. That would be sweet. I'd pay anything for that service. If you should, I'd just pay someone else to come through it. But it would still be cool. Yeah, very This cool. is Microsoft <laughs> so, HoloLens. And apparently, so if, wow. you're, if, you're, mm. if you're listening on, uh, on Blaze Radio, some of the cool things this this can apparently do or will do once it's you know fully available is you can you can throw a TV screen up on any wall or put it wherever you want. You don't have to have a TV, and then you watch TV holographically. It looks like a TV's in front of you. I, that is really cool. Put Netflix on there, so Netflix would be coming through this visor, this uh, yeah. this glass. Uh, this is the one hang-up for me on this stuff because that does look amazing. That's a, that's amazing. It, and it's, this is going to happen in time once <laughs> they're able to do this without the goofy glasses, like the glasses where you're not even looking at the world. You're just you're actually just looking at a screen, but the screen is a camera that shows you what's in what, what you're walking in front of. Like your peripheral vision, it feels like there, there'd be weird things like that. I, I, it would be hard for me to get used to. But, I mean, that's just us being old, right? Like we've yeah. just lived in this world where we're using our eyes to see things. 
uh, you know what, our grandkids won't be doing that, and maybe our kids won't be doing that. You walk into a room, and you can have somebody's, uh, you know, the image of somebody that you're talking to on the phone projected in front of you, and it travels as you do. And, and I mean, so they're having a conference call as he's walking through the room doing other things. It just frees up your life. It, it creates a way to do so many more things. And you can holographically, you know, do some plumbing. you got a plumber on the line, and he's showing you through whatever holographic images he's seeing. Uh, he can show you where to make the repair and where to tighten the, the bolts. And I, it's just well, amazing it, stuff. It very much reminds me almost of, like, Predator back mm -hmm. in the day where, like, you, or... Um, it was Predator, right? And there was... Uh, what was the other one? Um, There's another one of those movies where they're seeing... Uh, I feel like they were both Schwarzenegger movies now. Like I guess like Terminator 2, I guess was kind of in Total that. Recall. Right? Yeah, maybe Total Recall. <laughs> Every Schwarzenegger movie has this feature in which you see it from you know the eyes and you see the things like the information going down of what of what's uh, of what's yeah, happening. That's continuum too. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, and I believe one of the Back to the Future uh, sequels had that as well. It's like you know. Uh, you, you're talking to someone and they're listing the, the their attributes and their age and their birth date and everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. like a constant flow of information of everything that you're seeing. Yeah. I, look, I mean, it's amazing. They would have amazing uh, uses, and uh, I'm sure it will be the future at some time. I, I, you know, I think it's going to take time. Google Glass uh, didn't do so well, right? Jeff, do you have no, the story? Yeah, yes, I do. Actually, I it. think we're too late. This article is dated the 15th mm -hmm. of this month, and it talks about next Monday. Uh, stopping, so I think we missed it. Uh, yeah. uh, this one is from January 21st. It says, two days after Google temporarily pulled its go. augmented reality glasses from the market, Microsoft has stepped into the breach. And I think they're talking about what we just saw. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that that is amazing. And Continuum is another uh, TV show that Jeffy and I kind of got hooked on, mm -hmm. and, and uh, they only have, what, two and a half seasons or something like that. I don't know, but anyway. Um, on that show, it supposedly takes place in 2077. Now, a lot of this technology is more like 2020 or 2025, God, yeah. I think. But they have full body suits uh, and they're smart clothing, you know, so so they they do all kinds of different things. They can change outfits. At change a, outfits. You, know. you can change the color just like that. Yep. You, you can change the density of it. It can become uh, bulletproof. Um, you get information from these contact lenses that you're wearing. So they've got this something in their eye. Yeah, the computer screen. The computer screen is the contact lens. Yeah, really. But what they the they the chip in you is what is where the information is coming from, and then they download and share information with the police, the popo, uh, mm -hmm. you know, once a week yeah. or whatever. So the information is up there. You know, pretty amazing. So many uh, great things and so many scary things. I, I mean, know. yes. You know, I mean, like there's a story on uh, the Blaze today about a guy who opened up his smoke detector and found a camera in it. A oh, camera wow. and a smoke detector. Now, Jeez. why is there a camera and a smoke detector? Was that here? No, <laughs> no Jeffy. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> uh, weird. You had a smoke detector business on the side? No, I just, I just okay. was asking right. a question. That is, he just right. asked the, the mm -hmm. location. That's it. Mm -hmm. uh, but you have, and, that, and like, do you like that? Do you feel comfortable? Like, there is, um, there are sensors in some of the, uh, um, uh, and I wouldn't not cameras, but sensors, yeah. knowing when you're walking by. My thermostats do that, you know. Like, I, it's 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 and it helps. It's great. As I've talked about, they've mm -hmm. I've saved hundreds of dollars <laughs> a month on my freaking electricity bill. But it can be creepy. But it can be creepy. Um, the other thing too is look at what's happening now, where technology is mm -hmm. moving so fast that the fictional shows that are being released aren't. Back in the day, 
your fictional show would say, in, by 2015, everyone will be flying cars. And then you'd get to 2015, and we'd even be close to that. Now, they're saying, by 2077, you'll be able to see all these things in your eyes as you're walking around. It's actually going to be like 2020 or 2030. Yeah. Right. Like, they're actually misjudging yeah. the opposite way now. They think to make it convincing, they have to say it's way off in the future when it isn't even really way out in the future. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, science fiction is kind of happening in real time right now. I believe science fiction good is becoming word. science fact. Good, good line. That's a good line. Tonight at 11. <laughs> uh, let's go to Wayne in Missouri. Uh, Wayne, you're on Patents Stew. Hi. Hey. Hey. Um, I was calling about the... The Constitution of Saudi Arabia. Oh, obviously. Um, the, the, they actually do have one, and this kind of ties into what you were saying earlier about, well, if you're the king, you can make, you can make it to where women can drive. Mm -hmm. Well, technically, the, main, the, the center of their Constitution is that the king is the, the main protector and upholder of Islam. Right. And so if the king were to just unilaterally do things that that uh, other big people in the kingdom would say, oh, that's that's against Islam, well, then the royal court could come around and say, all right, we're going to depose you and put this better protector in your place. Okay, yeah. I can understand that. Yeah, so... Um, <clears throat> everybody's got a monarch, boss. He, he everybody's to, got a boss. Yeah, he has right. to answer to Islam. And uh, I'm guessing there's some radicals there, too, who could, uh, you know, really create some problems for the uh, kingdom. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They're, they're talking about in, in a story where we're looking back at his life. And, he, and we lost him so quickly at the age of 90. Yeah. Only nine we barely got a chance to know him. To get the driving thing And how done. many times did any of us get to walk with him in the, in the uh, garden uh, holding hands? Jeffy made out with him once, I think. Once. I was at a I party. I mean, big deal. They, they were, uh, how many times did you want to make out with oh him? Oh, my God. Way yeah. more than that, right? Way, way. way more than that. You played uh, two minutes in the closet with him, I think, one time. and uh, Spin well, the bottle. Yeah. There was that time. <laughs> and then he tried to pawn oh, me off to one of his wives. Did he really? Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> alone. Uh, but the king was aggressive in trying to stop the spread of uh, Saudi Arabia's um, top rival, namely Shiite Iran. Um, and according to a leaked U.S. diplomatic memo, Abdullah the king urged Washington in 2008 to consider military action against Iran. Uh, to cut off the head of the snake. I mean, was he watching Glenn Beck's broadcast back in the day? To cut off the head of the snake because of its nuclear advances. Another memo spoke out how Abdullah angrily berated Iran's foreign minister in private that Persians had no business middling in Arab affairs. So, I mean, it was certainly, uh, it wasn't all, bell, you know, uh, wonderful moments, but it was, uh, I mean, you say here that he, in, in a way he was with us uh, it was sort of a common enemy type of thing. When you talk about radical Islam, well, I would consider Saudi Arabia and their leadership to be part of radical Islam. Um, he, there were parts of it he didn't like, too. Mm -hmm. uh, so we did, I mean, he, they, they were tough on some of the terrorists. It wasn't, uh, they had a brand of terrorism they didn't like. Mm -hmm. um, and we were happy to have someone over there who at least didn't, didn't like everybody who was blowing people up. True. How about that? Yeah. And it, yeah. <laughs> rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. When we see those retrospectives, Jeffy, best known for helping some terrorists and kind of hurting some others. Um, you know, that's really all you can say yeah. about King Abdullah. Uh, oil prices went up a little bit after his death. Um, yeah, it uh, didn't last, though. No. They're, they're back down they're again? They're back down again, yeah. Are yeah, they really? The exact price for it. Uh, price of U.S. crude was up $1.07 or 2.3%. Uh, 
to 47.38 a barrel. Is it down below that again already? Uh, give me one second here to pull up the little. Uh... You know, this is a concern. Yeah. I, I don't know if a lot of people are with us on this. The low gas price thing, while it's great for us at the pump, could be long term not so great. Uh, but where do you have it? Uh, Forty-five eighty-seven now, so it's down two dollars since this report this Holy morning. Holy cow! So it's gone down more yeah. than it went back up. My belief is it's lower uh, than it was when it went up. Yeah, and I, you know who knows how these things move, right? But the, my belief is it spikes on the fear of uh, King Abdullah going, and mm -hmm. will they continue this policy? And now that it seems like he's going to continue this policy of went pumping back the oil back down, it's just gone back down even further. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, who knows what's going to happen over there. Um, you know, when you're when, even though obviously you're pretty well entrenched when you're uh, you're a king and you have a monarchy and it's mm -hmm. you know these sometimes uprisings happen, people get upset, policies change uh, in these in these time periods. So it could it yeah. could reverse. Um, you know, enjoy these prices while we have them. I mean, it's really seemingly a really large split into what the experts believe is going to happen. Um, there's uh, someone came out and said they think it could hit twenty dollars a barrel. Oh my um, gosh! Wow! So, you know, which, not good for Texas. Not well, terrible for Texas. Not good for Texas. Um, and they're saying that it seems like within a year you'll start seeing, uh, you know, not not mm. Exxon, but oil companies, smaller ones, just start going belly up and giving up. Mm. Um, so it's not. And once that happens, supply starts to dry up again, and the reverse happens, and prices go back up. The uh, EIA believes that. Um, right now, I think gas prices are two. You have know the exact price. I think it was two sixteen or something. Do you know the, the national average price of gas? I do not. Can you look that up real quick? Um, it was something in the you know you know low two dollar range average for the United States. Um, they expect it to for two thousand fifteen the average though to be two thirty three, and they expect mm. two thousand sixteen the average to be like two seventy four. So they expect this to ramp back up. Uh, so, you know, enjoy the low gas prices while you have it. However, they were completely wrong. Last time they predicted this, they thought it was going to be $80 a barrel forever. Yeah. So, they you don't know. know. Who knows? They just don't know. And that, was, that, was too, that apparently wasn't long enough to get the gas prices. More patents to cover up. Two. A little over two. That's not what I was asking. I asked for the exact price. They didn't, Nobody they know knows it. the exact price. It's <laughs> different at every gas station, idiot. Is that a mythical measure? Uh, we asked for the average. Do you, do you understand the concept of an average? Or... Should I, during the break, I'll explain. Ethan? Got somebody named Haven on the phone? Hmm. Haven in Utah. Uh, you're on patents, too. Hi. Hey, hey, it's good to get, I've been wanting to get a hold of you guys. And uh, now you have. I was, I was wondering with Barack Obama, do you think he's punishing his enemies after he lost the election, the American people? It's <laughs> <laughs> a fair point. It's possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Hayden. Uh, yeah, you got something about the oil? Oil up in North Dakota. I was, I was a pusher on the rig up there for about five years. and. Huh. Jeffy's a pusher. Dollars a barrel to make any money coming out of the ground. How what much? Did you say fifty-two. Fifty-two. Fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. Okay. Uh, interesting. Fifty-eight dollars a barrel. Now, I, my my understanding thanks, of this is that they really the thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. And if you have a kid, call it new, um, or fair, or east, or safe, or west, Haven.
That's See, right. He's naming all these places <laughs> you know, in Connecticut. Right. I'm naming places that, or things mm -hmm. that other people might actually relate to. Yeah, that's true. We you don't have, that's true. We don't. Have, no one would know uh, the second biggest city no, in our states. No, they wouldn't. They would not know um, New Haven, even though that's where Yale is I located. Disagree. Yeah, that's the <laughs> town of Yale. <laughs> Yale. Yeah, the little town called New Haven. New Haven. Anyway, uh, anyway, I don't know what I was talking. Oh, well, you have different companies that that took different mm -hmm. risks, that hedged their bets differently on how much oil it would cost, and it's not e as easy yeah. to say like this state is fifty-eight dollars a barrel or it's dead. Some will survive, some won't. But that's kind of the point, is that these a lot of these companies, you know, mm -hmm. you're going to have these smaller ones that decided to get in on when when oil was hot and thought $100 oil would last forever and need $80 uh, oil to survive. Right. And they're just toast right now. And that's the They're already seeing the, the, the first ripples of That's this. the problem with the low prices. And so, yeah. so many jobs, and our economy has been propped up by energy, yep. by, by the energy sector. Don't kid yourself. It's from Texas. It's from North Dakota. It's pumping these jobs. It's, it's keeping us going in, in a time when... You know, they claim we're in economic recovery. You take away the oil industry, I don't think you're going to see a lot of economic recovery. However, the oil prices being low are its own no, stimulus program. That's true. And I think that, that will is fight true. it off overall. I mean, look, to me, overall, as much as people in Texas will complain about this, they do sometimes in, in North Dakota as well, um, you know, it's, it's overall a good thing. It's mm -hmm. a good thing. People are able to get more for their money. And while it will hurt the economy in some sectors, those sectors are going to have to adjust. Market forces do this to people. Um, the weak will not survive. That's what the market company is. And we all love that and we all respect that as conservatives in other parts of the economy. We have to respect it in our own industry as well if, if we're in the oil industry or, you know, we've, we've had to do that in the radio industry. I mean, that's market competition does sometimes kill off the weak companies. That's okay. Um, you know, you, we have to adapt to it, and it makes the economy stronger in the long run. Plus, the idea that people can save hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars per year based on nothing the government did, based on essentially companies going out there and, and, and advancing technology and, and making, uh, you know, this is, they did build this. You know, the fact that we are in a, in a nice recovery right now, and the president knows this. They, they, I heard Jay Carney say this uh, on CNN the other day. That they every single state of the union, as the, the slow, slow, slow recovery was going on, they all they all met and they discussed whether they could brag about it or not. Essentially, to shorten his point, uh, can we say positive things or will we look out of touch? This is the first year they said yes, and I think a big part of that is they know they've got this sort of warm period coming from these lower oil prices for at least a little while. It's not going to look as out of touch as it normally would. Uh, there is more patents too. That's inevitable. Back. It's Pat and Stu, uh, and we welcome you to this fabulous extravaganza. Um, apparently, you got into a little, uh, did you get into a Facebook argument with somebody? Well, you know, I've been using Facebook a little bit more lately, and I posted the video we showed yesterday, the, uh, the, uh, <coughs> the ultimate abortion argument video. Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, I just posted it up there, 
And it's, you know, it's just getting past her. It got a little viral, I guess, is, yeah. is, is the way that works. Um, and I was, I, I was going through the comments, and obviously, like, a lot of people, there's a lot of people who are fans of the show who are, you know, who, who liked it. And then I got to, it gets to their friends who are maybe also conservative and, uh, and had never really seen the show. And, and, and that's a cool way, obviously, the way you try to maybe grow your audience. And they liked it. And they passed it on. And eventually, of course, it gets to... Uh, it gets to sensible people who are on the border and are honestly watching it and saying, wow, you know what, I used to be pro-choice and this is really making me rethink things, and that's really cool. And then the fourth wave is like the people who don't even watch it and just love abortion more than they love cheeseburgers. Mm -hmm. it's, like the mo it's like the most wonderful thing in the universe. Mm -hmm. And I was just laughing at them this morning. I'm, going, I'm, you know, I'm flipping through these comments just to see. And, and you, know, you can get into this, right? Like, Everyone you knows can be sucked just, in, you can yeah. be sucked into it. And yeah. I, I don't want to be that guy, but I'm going through and, and I'm just I'm seeing all the stupid comments. And like there's these like, you know, some some idiotic 16 year old kid who's like, I'm only 16 and this effing guy doesn't know effing what he and just this like an argument. I almost wanted to respond of like, you know, you're just so young for your age. Like, you're making the arguments of an 8-year-old and you're 16. Like, most people would say, oh, wow, it's wow, you're interested. Actually, you, you're dumber than your age. Every 16-year-old I've ever talked to makes better arguments than the one you're making. Um, but there's this one uh, woman who posted this, you know, viscerally hateful thing about me and how horrible I was and how white males shouldn't be telling me what to do with my body and how this guy is an a-hole and he should be aborted himself. Like, the most hateful oh thing. And just, like, Jeez. arguing for abortion at, at every vending machine. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's just that argument. And then I look at it. As I'm scrolling through, I look at her picture, and it's this beautiful mother with her adorable infant child in her arms. Oh, man. So I just responded, um, the, the picture of you and your child is truly adorable. <laughs> the only response to her. And there's another guy who was I like, hope she got it. I hope she got it, too. Another one was like, uh, um, was saying, um, uh, uh, look, I'm so sick of these, uh, you know, white, uh, middle-class jackasses telling me what to do with my body. And I, I didn't respond because I was getting to the point where I could just do this all day. But I just I, I was I wanted to respond. How dare you call me middle, middle class? class. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Uh, but, you know, I haven't been middle class for 20 years. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> That's over the line, sister. Uh, but, but you can get into that sort of nonsense uh, yeah, all day. Yes, and, you can. And, and so much. Like, I don't think there's any actual value to it. Like, I'm not a lover there of isn't. social networks. Um, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't have a passion for it. Like you know, we want to do it because it helps. It does help grow the show. It helps people see the stuff that we're doing. It helps advance arguments. I think that are important for the country. Yeah. So I mean, I think you want to do it, but at times, but it's like, uh, I could get in there just being a wise ass to every one of these people, and that's there's no, nobody wins there, right? You know who is a fan, except me, uh, of social networks now is uh, uh, Glenn Beck. Oh, jeez, yes. right. Glenn, we're, we're at a concert, you know. Enjoy the concert. Yep. Well, you got to. It's on his phone, posting yeah, almost the whole time. Uh, almost the whole time. That's the way the world He's is. God, what, you watch the concert. You're missing the concert while you're posting. Yeah, and live look, the life instead of posting the life. It's part of it. I you understand. Yeah, it's all part you of know, it. Yeah. I, I, like I, I, what I've tried to do with my wife, who's the same way. Posting picture, post picture, post. Jeffy's on there. She, she he used to yell the pictures of my kids. It's constant. Picture, post, picture, post, everything she's doing. I could get updates all day just looking at her page and see everything she's doing mm -hmm. and all the great things she's doing with the kids and blah, blah, blah. And it's like she got, she was getting to the point where she even felt it. And she said she, one of her New Year's resolutions was to delete Facebook, the app, off of her phone. 
Like, I can do this when I'm home, mm -hmm. sitting in a chair. I don't need to be doing it when I'm at the, at the grocery store and at the, you know. And, like, part of it, I think, is just saying, like, you want to post some cool pictures of your kids. Your family gets to see them. I, I know my, mm -hmm. my relatives love her updates because, you know, we live in Texas. They, they're all from the Northeast, so they don't get to see the kids that often. They get to see all the updates. They love it. But there's no reason you can't do it later. You don't need a real-time update. Mm -hmm. This is what just happened while they're sitting in the cart at the grocery store. I'm at the grocery store. Yeah. You could take that picture, and then you could post it later for everybody to see once the kids have gone to bed or when you have an open moment. And it's not like the concert was that great. I mean, go ahead and <laughs> post because you're not missing a heck of a lot. But, you know, it would be nice bad, to... Huh? Just, Billy Joel? I mean, no, he's, he's really good. It's just that, and I guess I just found out that the... Uh, the Dallas Morning News had a couple of reviewers go, and they felt exactly the same way as we did. So maybe we're wrong about the thing. <laughs> it was great, because if the Dallas Morning News is on our side, we must be wrong. Uh, but, uh, but Dallas Morning News sent a couple of reviewers, and they felt the same way about it as we did. And one of their gripes was that he wasn't playing his hits. Yeah. What are you doing playing all this, you know, B-side album cuts deep into the songs like... Like he would, in fact, he would keep saying, uh, here's a song from Glass Houses. And everybody knew, yeah, finally something I know called Penguins in Bondage. <laughs> what? Nobody, who wants to hear Penguins in Bondage? Uh, woo. Okay, well, maybe we'll go back to the other one then. Uh, Strangers in My Underwear. Wait, who wants to hear Strangers <laughs> in My Underwear? I actually kind of want to hear both of those songs. I, I, I got to be honest now. with you. Talk about deep cuts. Deep, deep, deep cuts. And so it wasn't as enjoyable because you, you go to Billy Joel, you want to hear Only the Good Die Young. You want to hear I Go to Extremes. You want to hear My Life. You want to hear Just the Way You Are. You know, I want to hear the 70s and 80s songs, and others want to hear the mid to 80s, late 80s, 90s. So they're all good. Everybody they're all great. You deal with all of them. I, you know, yeah. I, I, I uh, you know, back in you know the day when everyone had CDs. Remember compact discs? What? Mm. Um, they were these round, silvery things, but they had like rainbow. Well, if you hit the light, right, it was like oh, rainbow. Oh, my grandfather told me about yeah, that. Yeah, it's incredible yeah. technology at the time. Mm -hmm. ah, um, ah, but uh, ah. we had uh, <laughs> Billy Joel example. Greatest Hits Volume One and Two. <laughs> <laughs> and I can still picture his face on that because it was like the CD that was played most, uh, you know, at your house? house. Oh my god! Was it really? Yeah, yeah. And my my later on when I was this is like when I was in high school, and, and like they had you know we had, the discman was so in like, the car where was you on the hooked up to my, the stereo. My grandpa gave me a uh, Billy Joel Greatest Hits uh, case that has four of those discs in them. Really? Yeah. It opens now, up in a book with yep. the story and everything. In oh it. yeah, the, he's he's re he's released other greatest hits since. Sure. Um, but that one was the classic one. Like I would bet you that is, you know, sold more than ten million copies of that thing. I mean, he that was a huge. Uh, that's why when you go in concert, that's problem. why when you go to concert, yeah. you don't want to play those. I, I, I at least yeah. when I was a kid, I remember right. everybody thing. having that CD. And it's like you're right. It's like if you you could play that thing from front to end. Because it it was before like River of Dreams and stuff like that. Right. Mm -hmm. It was before that, and it, but it had all those huge songs. I mean, the song, the list of songs, and I knew it as one big song because right. you just listen to yeah, you all you of it. You like the end of one <laughs> mm -hmm. song hit the next song, and that's how I knew. Like I would when you hear the end of a when I hear one of those songs, I hear the next one start because we listened to that thing so many times. It was fantastic. Yeah. Um. And but you the know, guy's got so many oh stinking yeah. hits yeah. that. How do you get sick of playing any one song? You've got, I don't know how many he has, 50? 
whatever. Top 40 hits? I, it's got to be in that range and somewhere. Plus the ones you're sick of. I mean, the way they did it when he, when I saw him with Elton John was that they would, it seemed, I, I would say that the songs that they both hated playing now were the ones that they used in their together montage when mm -hmm. they would battle back and forth. Right, right, So right. they didn't have to do the whole song. Right. They yeah. would just battle back and, and forth nice. with best of hits. Sure. It was great. Yeah, that's fun <laughs> stuff. And everybody wants to hear that stuff. Yes. They still want to hear. I don't care if you're sick of it. Are you performing for your fans or for you? We're the ones spending the money, bro. If you're, yeah, exactly. And if you want to perform right, for man. you, go home and do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're here paying a bunch of money for this. Yeah. It's um, kind of, it, it, what was sad about it, too, is, you know, I'm looking at this guy, and I haven't seen him live or in any other form, really, even on television or, or new, magazines or anything. For about 20 or 30 years, I, you know, I don't get a chance to see Billy Joel all that often. Really? And uh, That's to just, you know, here's an old, fat, bald, white guy up there, and he playing rock and roll music. It's kind of weird because he's almost 70 now. He's 66, or he's going to be. And it's just like, <laughs> what happened to you, man? And then you look in the mirror and you think, oh, that's what happened to you. Same thing that's happening to me. <laughs> it's a, it's a little weird, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same thing that happened to my grandpa is what's happening right. to Billy Joel. Yes, that we, right know. we know, Jeffy. It's not happening. It happened to your grandpa. Uh -huh. And he lived a pretty hard life for a guy who plays piano. Really hard life. Uh, he yeah. lived a pretty pretty hard life. I mean, he's such a hard life that he was married to Christy Brinkley for, for a time. That had to that right. had to hurt. Well, well no, going he got away into probably did hurt. Drugs and alcohol, yeah. right? He lived a hard. He, he, he lived hard. Yeah, people. I wouldn't say he lived a hard life, but he lived hard. Remember, yeah, he, he lost did. all of his money though, too. That was another big uh, to situation. To an accountant, accountant or something, and right? yeah, one of those business manager stories. Supposedly, it happened again. That's so, what Glenn said, but I couldn't that? find it. I have never heard that. Yeah, I don't know about yeah. that. Um, so, Greatest Hits, Volume 1 and 2, Billy Joel, certified mm. double diamond by the RIAA, which <laughs> di diamond Jeez, apparently man. is 10 million. So, 23 million units. Wow. Now, I guess it was, an, it was like double the price because it was a two CD set. So, I guess maybe it was, it was 11.5 million actually sold, maybe. but they had 23 million. I mean, they sold 23 million CDs. But that's just 11.5 million of the box, right. basically. Um, but anyway, it's still a lot, right? Um, listen to this. This is this is the track list: Piano Man, yep. Captain Jack, The Entertainer, Say Goodbye to Hollywood, New York State of Mind, The Stranger, Scenes from an Italian Restaurant, Just the Way You Are, Moving Out, Only the Good Die Young, She's Always a Woman. Mm. That's disc one. Good stuff. Right. And that, when you go to a concert, nobody wants to hear those. No one wants to no, hear those. No, you don't or, want to hear them. Or disc two, My Life, Big Shot, Honesty, You May Be Right, Jeez, Still Rock and Roll so. to Me, Don't Ask Me Why, She's Got a Way, Pressure, Allentown, <laughs> Good Night Saigon, Tell Her About It, Uptown Girl, The Longest Time, You're Only Human, and The Night Is Still Young. And I, I just remember, the thing I always remember about that one is um, it was frustrating listening to the CD because Good Night Saigon has like a minute and a half of helicopter sound effects. Yeah. And just like, Our, I get it. There were <laughs> helicopters there. Move on to the next song. <laughs> Sorry. I used to get so pissed. I was like, you know, fast forward. Uh, okay. I had to. Yeah. yeah. Too many memories. Anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah, the Island of you Spice. You never went. All I'm just saying is just brought back all these memories. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Island of Spice. <laughs> Operation Urgent Fury. Uh, Fury. Fury. Mm. Treat it with a little bit more respect. Mm. No, no. What did you do there again? I forgot. What was your What was your role? We 
Storm the beaches and save this country from communism. Next. You save this country from communism? <laughs> By going Grenada. to the island of That's Spice? Correct. I thought huh. Grenada was the one you were saving from communism. Huh. Well, you saved us. Yeah, okay. You saved us. We heard that from one of our callers. Were you here for that call? I was here. I was here. Were you there for Operation Urgent Fury? That's I thought. Yes. Yeah, okay. okay. He doesn't want to talk about it. It's, it's too, no, I can't talk still about too that. soon. Still too soon. <laughs> All right, triple eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. So we weren't the only ones, anyway. If you were mad at Glenn and I for bad mouthing the concert last night, he still sounds the same, though. He still sounds great when he performs the stiffs that he performed last night. <laughs> I looked at the at their headline too, and they ta actually talk about the how funny he was looking up at the big screen, talking about that was great. Like his dad. So that was very. I mean, funny. that was the funniest part of the show. That was the best was. part of the show. It was. It was the best part of the show when he's looking up at the the jumbotron. He's like, oh wow, uh, that's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I always I remember thinking when I was young. I don't want to look like that guy. And there he is. <laughs> it, was, it was funny. And now let's play penguins. And and that's and then he went right into penguins in bondage. Yeah. Oh, really? Triple eight, seven, two, seven, back. More patents do coming up. If we were to get you a guitar, could you perform penguins, penguins in bondage? bondage uh, yes. I don't know if I can remember. I would love to hear it. <laughs> Pat Gray's greatest hits. Super Bowl contestants seem to be New England and uh, Seattle. So. Yeah, I'll be going to the game in Phoenix, uh, Glendale, actually. I'll mm. be there. I go every year, Pat. I don't know if uh, we've ever discussed that. And, uh, you know, it's really I've become a real we part have. Of, the, familiar. of the ceremony, especially Sounds this familiar. year after becoming such a celebrity in the world of sports after the, the catch. Mm -hmm. uh, at the Toronto Blue Jays game earlier this year, I think there's going to be a lot of festivities around me. And, you know, I just want to be one of the regular people going to the game. You know, I don't want to be the focus of all the attention. And I think that's going to be a problem. I don't think that's going to be a problem. My guess is that won't be a problem. Well, I mean, you know what? Our, uh, people are you're pretty cool, and you're probably right. They'll probably, you know, like, they'll probably let me walk by. If they see me walking by, look like Angelina Jolie or something, they'll be like, mm -hmm. oh, you know, maybe we'll... Maybe Back we'll bother. Off. Let him have that moment. Let him have that moment. Don't don't say mm -hmm. anything to him. Don't it's fun yeah. to pretend like you're cool. It is. It's, it's just, then it you is. realize you're not. You know who doesn't have to pretend is Tom Brady. He doesn't have to. He is no. cool. He no. is cool. I even wanted to make out with him during the press conference. He's a hot I mean, man. He just looks good. He's yeah, he just does. a good-looking guy. He's a talented guy. Mm -hmm. He looks good. He's married to the, one of the hottest women on the planet. Mm -hmm. You know, and then here's... A problem from yesterday, however. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a good day. Not a good day for him. I, I don't even understand the answer. Uh, is that part of, is, is that what we're about to see? Apparently he uh, declared, well, watch him and we'll sort it out afterwards. I didn't, you know, have any, uh, you know, I didn't alter the ball in any way. I have a process that I go through. He personally did. Before every game where I go in and I but pick the balls that too. I want to, uh, the footballs that I want to use for the game. Uh-huh. Uh, our equipment guys do a great job of breaking the balls in, um, 
you know, they have the process that they go through. Uh, when I pick those footballs out. Does that process include deflating point, them? You know, to me, they're perfect. Um, I don't want anyone touching the balls after that. I don't want anyone rubbing them, uh, you know, putting any air in them, taking any air out. To me, those balls are perfect, and that's don't what touch his balls. Don't touch I expect when I show up. That's a Saturday night live, you know what I mean? Right there, so. oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's almost too easy. No, that happened, obviously, uh, mm -hmm. on Sunday night. It was the same process that I always go through. Um, I didn't think we, anything of it. You know, obviously, I well, no, because you always deflate the balls, right? He always, always has it. the guy do it. Um, and that was and, uh, the first I really heard it. This was no different. All right, so so then I, th I think I think we're getting to the place where one of the people, one of the one of the reporters there, asks him directly yeah. a pretty direct question. Yeah, and two things to to notice here. Uh, first of all, th his the wording of his answer about cheating, mm -hmm. uh, and second of all, the hat he's wearing has the New England Patriots symbol that should always be the New England Patriots symbol. It's my favorite one from like the mid '80s the when one. they got destroyed by Chicago yeah, in that one. Super Bowl. Oh my I freaking gosh, yeah. love that symbol. They were so bad. Four, Forty-four to ten or something like that. They got. I think it was worse than that. Forty-four to six, something like that. Yeah, they got completely. Bad. That was the uh, Steve Grogan, Tony Eason oh, that's team right. um, oh from back gosh. in the day. But yeah. I, the '85 Bears destroyed them in the Super Bowl. But that is that's the symbol. That's what the New England Patriots should have as their symbol all the time. Not this stupid little triangle thing they have now. I want the guy hiking it. <laughs> that, that's the best symbol in football right there. a good one. Uh, all right, here's more. So can you answer right now, is Tom Brady a cheater? <laughs> I don't believe so. I mean, I feel like Wait. I've always what? played within the rules. I would never do anything to break the rules. You don't believe so? I believe in fair play, and I respect the league and, uh -huh. you know, everything that they're doing to try to create a very competitive uh, okay. uh, playing field for all the NFL teams. Uh, it's mm -hmm. a very competitive league. You know, every mm -hmm. team is... And that's why we try to get trying to do the best they can to win every league. The ball. You know, I believe in fair play and fair play. And always good in it for as long as I'm playing. Everyone's obviously trying to figure out what happened. I think yeah. that's uh, you know the main thing uh, over the last think? couple of days. It's Dude. trying to figure out you know what happened. What like happened? I said, Notice I, by the way the unfortunately you know, I was, named I was Gillette as surprised as anybody him. when I, I heard Monday morning what was happening. Um, uh, the Gillette flex ball. <laughs> <laughs> I think over the last few days people have been trying to figure out as the NFL is trying to figure out. You know what part of the process, and, and right. uh, you know from when I saw the ball, which was which was five yeah. hours before halftime. Five hours. You know before. what exactly happened? Right. So they actually do allow them to alter the balls, uh, and he he kind of talked about this a little bit during the press conference in that. They take they break the them balls. In. They break them in. They get to do whatever they want to them. Why? Because the new ball is so slippery. Yeah. Right. So yeah. they want to scuff it up. It wants scuff it up. Some of them. They were saying some people put grass on it. Some people put dirt on it. Mm -hmm. um, they can do. They can do anything they want. They can put glue on it. The point is, when they're done with it, the refs check it out. The point is, the refs checked it out and they were fine. And then all of a sudden, they were all deflated. In a process that, I mean, I saw it demonstrated, would take about three or four seconds right. per football. Now, was it done? It was it. The, the, am I understanding it right that at halftime, then they were all new balls, or they were inflated, right, or was the entire game played with those balls? I think they caught it at halftime. I thought so too. So, um, yeah. Did they? I think they caught I think it. That's, the second half. Did you watch? Did they reinflate them then in the second half? I think they used different balls. I, I guess yeah. they used the Colts uh, footballs at some point too. Mm. Um, but uh, one of the things they talked about was, uh, if, if you were watching the game, there was this weird delay. Yeah, big long delay. Nobody and it was like, it was. what is going on? Even the announcers were like, I don't know if they do. They call a penalty. What's going on? And all of a sudden, the guy like runs out with another football, and I guess they were getting new footballs. And by the way, that's what you do when you're talking about this particular thing. You say the full term, footballs, instead of just balls.
Because if you say balls, then people make montages of you saying balls all over again, which you could now do with this segment because I've said balls multiple times. But here is uh, the Washington Free Beacon's uh, effort uh, uh, at showing Tom Brady saying balls. Can't wait. And I felt him. They were perfect. I turned around in the huddle, and the ball was ready for play. One ball may feel good the next day. It may not. I think there's a lot of variables with, obviously, Mother Nature and with, with the balls. You know, I grip it. And, and I try to throw the ball that, you know, whatever feels good that day. I don't sit there and, you know, try to squeeze it and determine that thing. I'm not squeezing the balls. I'm, that's not part of my process. I, I grab it. I feel the lace. I feel the leather. Breaking the balls in. Breaking their own balls. Breaking the balls in. Have the balls in play that they want to use. Some guys like them round and some guys like them thin. You know, we'll throw the balls and you know, if we like a ball, then we throw it aside. Some guys like them. Uh, khaki, some guys like them brand new, some guys like old balls. I mean, they're some all different. Like you gotta feel them and you try to go out and try I think to use Billy the Joel likes old balls. Yeah. You like the best. But I, I don't know that for a fact. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> thank you to the I love the Washington Free Beacon. <laughs> I love their montages. I love what they do. They're they're fun. How do you feel about the uh, bad lip reading guys? You like them? Too? Oh my gosh, I yeah. love the bad. Let's let's do that before. Yeah, I, yeah let's do that before yeah. we go. Uh, they did the um, two, uh, 2015 or uh, 14 mm-hmm. season. All the highlights of it. Um, here's a little clip. This is from uh, NFL Bad Lip Reading. <laughs> I saw your mole. <laughs> you give me a complex, man. You gotta eat the breakfast. We eat breakfast, then lunch. I have flaps. <laughs> All I know is I know this is the bad guy, and I know this is a good one. Duck, duck, turkey, turkey, duck, duck, duck. Move. <laughs> that guy bumped me. Dude, pick up that penny. Um, hey, look, I'm hot. Uh, oh, there's Fred. Oh, and Phil. what I do? Oh, yeah. And you should see, we caught a mouse, and then we kept it. I could have cooked him, but no, we can't crush it. So we got him a mouse cage. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest ones. Yeah. And we didn't, of course, have them there. But the guys who are introducing themselves in the little teeny uh, box at the bottom, oh, yeah. bottom left, left-hand corner of the uh, screen. When they introduce the lineups. When the they introduce the lineups, yeah. the guys who are talking about uh, Bob Stevenson from the Ohio State. What they had those guys saying was awesome. That's they do some good work too. Yeah, very. Now, I like the the bad lip reading. So um, you, mm-hmm. Pat, I must leave. Are going to leave us? I must leave. I've got a plane to catch. Because God forbid you could do. I don't know. Five hours of shows, five days a week. You right. have to do four and a half hours on the fifth day. Yeah, it's uh, it's a religious thing. It's, it's against know. my religion to do all five hours, five days in a row. And we are actually usually a, Mormon a perfect Sabbath concert with mm-hmm. our religion. Uh, and on that particular point, as we rarely <laughs> do all five hours in a given week. True. Uh, but. You're going to be taken off here in a little bit. I am. And we will hate to lose you, mainly because we're going to have to replace you with Jeffy. And I, I, don't, oh, I don't want that to happen. Oh, my. I don't like when Jeffy sits mm. over here. Mm. It makes me I'll uncomfortable. Stay here, then. I don't care. The I earth, don't want to sit in that stupid chair. The earth sags in a, in a particular manner that well, I'm not comfortable with. When he starts to move, uh, oftentimes it creates an earthquake in Irving, Texas. We've had that happen multiple times lately. Yeah, it's weird. A lot, not a lot of earthquakes before we moved down here. None. None. All of a sudden, Jeffy's down here. Yeah. And earthquake, uh, 20, 30 a day. Yeah, it's Earthquake Central now all of a sudden. Well, you're not the first right. ones to think of that. So uh, we'll no, see. No, you're not. You guys have fun. <laughs> That's why I love this audience. Okay. All right, Triple Eight Seven Twenty Seven. Back, Pat. Uh, bye. Bye bye. Have a good weekend. We'll see you in New York next week. Yep. Toodles. See ya. Gotta go too.
727 Beck is the phone number. Welcome to Pat and Stu. And uh, right now, Fat and Stu. As uh, Jeff Heat, I just removed the seat here because we don't, we don't need you over here. Okay? Um, let's. Uh, no, Pat isn't even here. Well, I want to feature something, though, uh, um, which kind of kind of tell a story to the audience who's, who's expecting Pat. How come I can't be over there? Because I would prefer you over. Okay, I mean, just, we don't need to be chair? close to each other. This is. Who took the chair? We did take the chair. I don't so, need the chair. How about that? <laughs> no, you really don't. <laughs> I hate you so much. It's, it's, uh, it's unbearable. Nice to. You're going to do the show standing over here next to me in this you know creepy, yes. weird way that you do? Because you hate it? Yes. It's Fat and Stew here yeah, that, on the program. And uh, we're going to show you the... Um, a video, actually, Jeffy found, um, which was made by a fan of the show. We play a clip here many times to show how stupid <laughs> Jeffy is as we <laughs> his math skills on display, and, and, he, and he adds things up incorrectly. Um, one so, time. Many times. Make one mistake. Many times. If Sarah was here, uh, Sullivan in New York, she would play the multiple times we have you screwing up. However, this one we played most of all. And uh, someone actually went through and made a little video of it. So now it's on YouTube forever for people to understand how stupid you are. Watch. But this is important, I suppose. Yeah, Jeffy adding. Here, here's the evidence. So if we put the 18-minute together along with the 7-minute together, you got 22 minutes. You sell it with 8 minutes to add, you got 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. I'm just glad it exists. 18 plus 7 is 22. And you add eight minutes of spots, you got 30 minutes. <laughs> so thank you, Jeffy. And I'm glad you're here. I'm really glad uh, you, you came over. Yeah, me too. Um, so what are the chances a State of the Union uh, proposal becomes law? Uh, I think actually kind of, I would think it was pretty low. However, that's not always true. Um, they've had wildly different averages going back to 1965. Um, at, uh, Dominican uh, University of California political scientists uh, came up with a study on this. Obama has made a median of 36 legislative proposals since he's been in office in his State of the wow. Union uh, speeches. The, it's a little bit more than uh, the uh, median uh, of all presidents, 31. Nearly half the proposals Obama made in 2010 were enacted. Now, of course, that's because he had wow. both houses of Congress, so it was a little bit easier to get stuff through. Obama's last two State of the Union speeches, when he's had the Senate but not the House, um, he has uh, only had 5% of his, uh, his speeches enacted and 13% or 14% in 2014. Uh, so you, you look at this and you see, you know, I mean, it overall, it seems like it's more misses than hits when you're proposing stuff at the State of the Union. And now the State of the Union is just a joke. I mean, it, is, it, it means nothing anymore. You don't go in there with serious proposals. You go in there so you can get some YouTube interviews lined up. That's really where we are now. Those YouTube videos, I really don't understand those. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah, I don't get it either. I mean, like, I... I it doesn't I, do I, anything for him. Yeah, I don't understand why he did it. Um, I guess maybe... This is something, like, for example, no one does videos aimed at squirrels. Right? No political <laughs> candidate does a video that's aimed to squirrels. Directly at squirrels. Right. Because, honestly... 
for the vast majority of our uh, time as a society, squirrels. It was almost embarrassing to go after a squirrel to vote for you because squirrels don't vote. Right? You're not going to make a, a video to try it's to convince a, nice a squirrel to vote for you. Yeah, right. It's a beautiful <laughs> Um However, you're kind of seeing the same thing with YouTube. Um, the, the people targeted by the Democratic Party are people who have never read a news story. Like, they are being elected by every victim of a Jimmy Kimmel prank um, uh, where, uh, on the streets when they film those, those moments. Th that's the target audience now. Now, look, every party has idiots. Everybody, you know, you have 40 million people voting for you, 50 million people voting for you, 60 million people voting for you. You're going to have some Jeffies mixed in there. There's no doubt about it. But I don't think anyone's ever before has targeted Jeffy as a voter. You just kind of like, okay, well, we're going to go and we're going to fight it out in this battlefield where people have strong opinions and they follow the news and uh, they say words uh, other than spoons. That was always what we I did. I hate those people. I hate those people, too. Uh, now, this president has been one of the first ones who's decided, I'm going to go after the people who can only say spoons. Well, I'm going to make my entire political career off of the fact that of people who can only name one utensil uh, as their entire communicative language. <laughs> um, and he's done that pretty successfully. And yes, I think the YouTube has. thing is just the next step in that. First it was, you know, uh, the Jay Leno stuff. Then it went down to, uh, where you have people who are following the news, but like, you know, not maybe super closely. It's not like Meet the Press. Then you kind of go a little bit further and you get to uh, The View. But they're looking, certainly they're, they're talking about the news, but, you know, it's not exactly hardcore analysis going on there. And you go a little bit further, and then you're on Sports Center all the time, and it's people who are yeah, you're filling out your brackets, and yeah, people, oh, I like that guy. He also filled out my bracket with me, and I, you know, yeah, maybe then you're to the point of YouTube videos with people who are taking baths and Fruit Loops. <laughs> like, it, I, I, at some point, this president will do something trying to get the votes of squirrels. If he had one more election, there he'd be he'd be in tr the top of trees talking to squirrels for interviews. Uh, we're only one step away of, from that at this point. I, uh, children is another one. Maybe you go after, you know, you go on Sesame Street six, and talk to six-year-olds, try to get them to vote for you, too. Michelle has, right? And Michelle, I'm sure. And, and politicians have done that sort of thing before, but not to the same aim. No. I would no. say. So, kind of amazing. And uh, thank God, by the way, that only 14% of his proposals got through. No kidding. You know, thank God. A lot of them were recycled for this time, too, and a lot of them won't pass again. It's going to be even harder to get them through now. <coughs> Excuse the other, me. The other 86%. Uh, mm -hmm. He'll just make, he'll just do them anyway. Yeah, yeah. Law. They need to, yeah. <laughs> and their law, he just didn't get anybody to vote for them, which is always nice. <laughs> uh, so uh, McDonald's has this weird ad campaign. And I've seen this before. They've run these ads where they'll put a camera in, like, the side of a bus station or a bus uh, stop. Mm -hmm. And it says, uh, you know, ask your questions about McDonald's. And there's a little camera. And people walk up to the side of it and say, uh, uh, what is your meat really made out of? And then, like, the next person comes up and... Do you even put real food in your food? And like all these really insulting things. And then when you're waiting for McDonald's to say, actually, we use 100% beef in our hamburgers. Instead, it just goes to break. Just like, what would you ask McDonald's? And then it goes to the next commercial. And you're like, what the hell? You didn't even answer those questions? <laughs> no, they, we can't answer. They were asking if you had real food in we your food. I assume by the fact that you didn't answer it that you don't. We have some. We have There's some. some real food there in There's some real food. So uh, I guess they went on, uh, they got the guys from Myth, uh, Mythbusters to try to come to the, the conclusion of what is actually in McDonald's fries. How are they actually made?
so watch. It's kind of amazing. Asked by people, are the fries even made out of potatoes? Are they, you know, ground up and mushed into the fry shape? Sure, that's why I'm glad you're here today. We're going to take you through the whole process so we can make sure you have your answers. We're at the end of the freezer tunnel. Now, I know what you're thinking. These look like potatoes, but are they really potatoes? Let's go check out the rest of the process. Yeah, they're partially fried, and then the final preparation is done at the restaurant. Why do you partially fry them? Well, we want to make sure we get that crisp outer shell. Yes. I like that part. Yeah. This is the ingredient dip where we control the color, and we're adding dextrose or natural sugar to make sure that we get a consistent color no matter what time of the year it is. Also, sodium acid pyrophosphate. What is that? That's going to make sure that we control the graying after freezing. We're lining up the potatoes in tube with high-pressure water and shooting them through a water knife here. It's precision cutting. What? Check that out. That is crazy. How fast do they fire through here? 60 to 70 miles per hour. Are you using GMO potatoes? No, we don't use GMO potatoes for McDonald's fries, but we do use different varieties. So we have russet Burbanks and Umatillas. Potatoes are just like people. They come in different shapes and sizes. So all around us, under these vines, we'll find what makes mac fries. All right. Clear the vines away. Start digging. This is it, right? <sighs> See? A real potato. This is where it all begins. Interesting. I mean, I don't know. I don't understand this approach for McDonald's. No one gives a crap if it's real food. We like it. I don't know why they feel the need to come out here and do all this. Because I guess they're trying to up their brand a little bit. Yeah, they're trying uh, to, you know, they... they a little higher end. It's not going to... I mean, I, I don't know about higher end, but I, I believe that their numbers have taken a hit. And I think that they're actually trying to look, hey, we're real potatoes. We're yeah, making our fries. This is how we do it. You know you love our fries. Mm-hmm. Never mind that salad that Michelle wants us to sell that you're not buying. <laughs> Buy the fries. All right. Well, that's the thing, too. I mean, obviously, their numbers have taken a hit. Uh, Glenn has gone on a special diet, so the numbers have been affected. Um, But, uh, you know, the other thing is, though, too, I don't know if they show this in the video, uh, one of the things they put into fries. Do you know this? Beef. Now, Jeffy doesn't care about that. I don't. I obviously do care about that because it's annoying to me uh, because I don't eat beef and I don't eat meat. And I was like, my wife sent me something. She's like, look, did you know there's beef in me from Thomas Fries? I'm like, don't tell me those things. They didn't say that. They didn't say that in there. So your wife lied to you. But, like, why? Why is there beef in your French fries? It's a potato. Yeah, exactly. They use beef flavoring. Come come on. I mean, you got to love the chemicals. The chemicals make I'm fine with the chemicals. The color. Give me more chemicals. color. I want more phosphate, phosphorus, or whatever the hell they're putting in there. Dump that in there. (laughs) But, I mean, I have very few lines in my life. I have one there, and now I can't eat McDonald's fries. Screw you, McDonald's. I can't believe that the pink slime doesn't work for that instead of the meat. Well, I mean, do you? uh, No, I'm just saying, for you. I'm feeling sorry for you. You don't care about me. I don't care. One thing I do know about you is that you don't care oh, no, about me. Mm-hmm. No, nothing could be further. Would you like what was that fries? video again? Can we watch that video Would one like more time fries? we showed earlier, the one about Jeffy? And, and I don't care about you. How we can't add. Is that Jeffy yeah. adding. Here, here's the evidence. So if we put the 18 minute together along with the 7 minute together, you got 22 minutes. You sell it with 8 minutes to add, you got 30 minutes. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Just that simple. We should play that five times an hour. Just to embarrass you. I got to want to show fries. All right, 888-727-BECK. Back with more in just a second. Fat and stew. Fat and stew. Whatever you want to call it.
It's inevitable. Sorry. Seriously, that could not be. <laughs> 888727 Beck is the phone number. Mental Floss has a uh, list of the top 25 worst passwords you can possibly use. Why? Because they're the most predictable ones and everybody uses them. The number one, one, two, three, four, five, six. So it's like space balls, except they added a six. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six is the worst possible password. Second, the word password. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, I get that. Third, one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five. That was my favorite address. I used to live at one, two, three, four, five. Fact. <laughs> and Jeffy fact. I used to live at one, two, three, four, one, two, five three, four, spoons. Five. One, two, three, four, five. Um, yeah, one, two, three, four, five. Which one, two, three, four, five? Second. That's the kind of uh, it's kind of combination an idiot has on his luggage. I believe was the. Uh, that was there a second. One, two, three, four. <laughs> then, of course, the fourth word is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And then QWERTY, uh, Q-W-E-R-T-Y, which, of course, really? is easy to type. It goes on, and most of them are pretty explainable. Um, they get some basic words. Baseball, dragon, football, yeah, football. monkey, let me in, um, Mustang, access, shadow, master, Michael, Superman, uh, Jeffy's password on everything, six, nine, six, nine, six, nine. Uh, and then Batman. Uh, the That's last way down the list, though. Yeah, yeah 60, you got to wait 69, to get before you 69, get that. 69. Uh, I like the number 25 one, though, which is trust no one. <laughs> what a, that many people have that password? T-R-U-S-T-N-O, number one. one. Weird. Very strange. I, I never heard of that one before. Um, and uh, well, let's give you this. Uh, Illinois law now demands that children turn over their social media passwords to schools. I think not. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah. Public oh schools in gosh. Illinois are interpreting a new cyberbullying law to mean they can demand passwords from students, allowing them access to children's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and other social media accounts. Uh, if your child has an account on a social networking site, be aware that the state law requires school authorities to notify you that your child may be asked to provide his or her password for these accounts to school officials in certain circumstances. So if there's some big fight or something they think is planned, they can look at their kid's Facebook to see if they were part of it, uh, if they were cheating, whatever. Jeffy, how do you feel about that? <laughs> well, first of all, uh, Eric Smith is right. Uh, these kids are all going to have to change their names yeah. and IDs and everything. And if the school thinks that... The kid is turning over every Facebook account, every Twitter account, every Instagram account that they have. I think you can think again. Well, I don't think it's everyone. I think it's like you get into, there's a cheating ring at the school that's discovered. And they want to find out who, who's in it. So they take the people they, they know are in it, and then they look through their Twitter accounts or their, and their direct messages or their Facebook accounts, the private messages, and they say, oh, Jeffy emailed that 12-year-old kid. Let's go arrest Jeffy for the scam that he's been perpetrating. Well, then I'm against it. I'm against this law. You're strong convictions. Against this law. Strong convictions. If it's going to help and arrest me, yeah, well, I'm against the law. Right. It's a, kind of, it's a pretty invasive. Although, yes, I, I think, honestly, like this is the norm now. This is what... It has to be. This is I mean, the it reality. It has to be. Yeah, this is the way we communicate. This is the way we do things. It has to be. It's not right, though. You should not be able to do it. But 
Uh, I don't know. How would you? How do you manage your? Do your, are your kids on social networks That's yet? Like, no, I don't let them on social. Networks. Did you let them near computers yet? No. Barely. Not mine. Yeah. No. Well, definitely not yours, Scott. Well, that I don't want to talk about that. Uh, but you, so no, no. you don't. None of them have Facebook accounts. No, they or want. Twitter I mean, they want them. Max is ready. Yeah. But no. And you're still saying no. Now, when you let them on, will you have constant access oh, yes. to their accounts? Yes. I think that's pretty much my deal. Till they're 18, screw you. Yeah, no, no, no. You, you know what? I got access to your accounts. Now, I may never use it, but I may. I barely like the computers in the back, in the, in the, in, a, in an office. You know, I think when, I, you know, I like them out in the, if they're going to use them, I think them, I'm I like with you on that, too. Like, I want to see what they're doing. They're right. out, you're out yes. at you can the kitchen use it. table. You can use it, yes, you can use it. Here it is. There you go. But you're not going to take it back there with you. No. It's out here. Yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, I had a TV in my room. I had a video game system in my room eventually when I was getting, you know, got a little well, older. And I think most kids probably today have, do have that. computers so in their room. Actually, and you think about it. He's got the, uh, you know, the Xbox, uh, you know, which, which has it? Netflix and everything else on it. So yeah. Know. You don't care about your children much. do you much. <laughs> um, no i mean I, I, that's that's a little scary although netflix i mean netflix there's stuff on netflix although you can get you can go on there you can block stuff do you use the v chip thing is no. that a thing no because i know at one point that was a big bill clinton push of yeah. to have the v chip in every house so you could program it yeah. so that it would block certain programming that has ratings you don't do that no but i trust them i trust my kids I tell them they can't. Now, they, they, this is the I same child that's part you. I know. That's kind of worrying. That is frightening. <laughs> uh, uh, look, dude, look yeah. first of all, I know that my kid has not become as good a liar as he could. Not yet. So I can, I'm, I'm good. So you think you have a few years until he's Absolutely. able to um, Once he gets, he can't get manipulate by you. He can't get by me. Right. Yet. That's coming, though. You know that. It's coming. He's going to see your weak spots. He's going to be able to <laughs> exploit it. Did Elvis go through this? Oh. Are you older kid? Oh, piece of cake. I knew I, I had him down. Until, you did? Oh, until about, uh, about 16. About 16. 16. You were able to just like, you knew when he said something to you and it wasn't true, you just knew. Yeah. And then that goes it away. Goes and then far away. what do you do? Eh, good luck, God bless. Get out. See, that's just the great thing about you, Jeffy, is that... <laughs> Um, you know, like a lot of times, you, you know, kids grow up and they become manipulative of their parents and they're able to come back and, re you know, they try to get money out of you and yeah. all those things. But you don't have any of those things yeah. to give. So he would never come back. That's correct. You know, Shut and he, he's actually the one who's accomplished yeah. in life. And you're the failure. Um, he's welcome. He's I showed welcome. him the way. You showed him the way to what? A life of crime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was able to, uh, you know, get a little bit further than his dad put it that way he's welcome and he's in his 20s <laughs> early 20s maybe even teens he got ahead when he was 12 he did he did uh all right so next week we are going to be in new york city um a couple cool things we have going on next week we're going to do the ball inflation thing to oh, see if you can actually tell with the with the footballs being inflated or not uh that's going on we have super bowl more on trivia next week which will be great because i won't have to be anywhere near you i'll be already in phoenix uh, so good luck with that. I hope it goes well. Actually, what we're going to do this week is something we've never done before uh, for okay. Super Bowl More and Trivia. Best of questions. So all the questions from the year that had that elicited the best responses, we're putting them together into one More on Trivia game to see what idiots we have in these two particular uh, areas, Seattle 
and uh, in Phoenix. So that'll be pretty cool. Uh, that's coming on next week, and I'll be here, uh, I guess, Monday through Thursday. I, I think you'll be on, Jeffy, from Texas. Again, obviously, you're not allowed to leave the state, so that's, it's always an issue when we go on the road. Uh, but Jeffy will be on from here. Bring that up, I mean. Well, I just want people to know that if no, you see, just like, if you see Jeffy a couple steps over the Oklahoma border, call authorities. <laughs> is all I'm saying. Uh, so we'll see you next week. Have a good weekend. Toodles.